And we are back, the Running Lifestyle Culture podcast. And I am very privileged to welcome our very first guest, Jason Suarez, aka at Not Afraid to Fail. That's his Instagram. Jason, thank you for coming on, brother. What's up, my man? How's it going? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you very much. Um, So, Jason, we're going to kind of go through, um, you know, lifestyle. I think that's going to be the topic of our conversation today. The Running Lifestyle podcast is, is is at the crossroads. So what I wanted to start talking to you about today is your lifestyle and how, you know, how that's evolved. I mean, talk to me about kind of your 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 early days in in running um, and, and what you've what you've done in running. Yeah, I mean, I, I started running uh, like organized in my sophomore year of high school so i guess i was like man uh 18 15 15 years old yeah right but like my first memory of running running was i used to play like little league baseball yeah so i I was like seven years old eight years old i was like in grade school and i remember i remember one time i was uh there's a certain rules in little league that you can't pass a certain base mm. uh, just because like either you're too fast or whatever mm-hmm. so i remember uh hitting a ball and i went first second i made it to third base yeah and then the referee was like yo you got to go back to second base because i didn't know but like that's how uh, that was like my first introduction to like running yeah and i kind of was upset because i was like oh but like if i made it here safely why <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I didn't get that part of it. You're like, I'm uh, just going to do the whole thing. Home run, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that was, like, one of my, like, earlier memories of, like, oh, like, maybe I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. And then, yeah, like, it spiraled out of control once I got into high school. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think I, I've known from from different people that you, you really did run for performance and you ended up going to, to, to college, right? And, and, and running. Yeah. So like I, yeah. So I wound up running, uh, three years in high school, four years in college, well, a little on and off in college. I got injured. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I got recruited to run in college. I had a partial scholarship, which is really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, that's, so I mean, that's like, a big I, I that's a big deal, right? Like in a D one program, yeah. where you got to like on a, every any given weekend, you got to see like someone like Xavier Carter, you yeah. know, what I mean, like yeah. sprint. Uh, so you know, it, like someone like it was Colleen a big it, it was a big so, deal. It was a big deal getting yeah, man, yeah, it was dope. It and was d- really division cool. one's like is that top division, right? Yeah, that's the, the division one is the the, the 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 best the pinnacle. Yeah. Nice. And we know how big the, the running is and, and, and college running is. And, and what, what, what kind of distance were you doing? So I was a sprinter. So I was uh, you had mostly that heat. between the 100 and uh, the mile, but I can, I can run those. Nice. But my like, key events was the, the 200, 400, 800. Woo! You just like clean sweep. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you, you clean sweep out here, getting and you would. I think we we've talked before, and you just get points for for each each distance, right? Yeah, so you get points for uh, like if you at a uh, at like regionals or at conferences or whatever. You're the point is you're supposed to score points. So um, if you make it to the finals, I think like first place is ten points. And then fifth place is like two or three points or one so point. So you're there racking them uh, up, racking them up. You gotta up. rack, yeah. yeah. In order for your team to come up, you, you, 
they nice. gotta rack those points up nice and like you you mentioned um you mentioned the name there but i think we've had a discussion about this before like you you, you ran with somebody who's in breaking two is that right uh yeah yeah so one of my years in college uh one of my teammates was sam chalanga and he Woo! was one of the pacers of breaking two which is pretty, that's insane pretty, like when you first meet sam when i first met sam and we were in college yeah it was just like oh yeah like this is some fast you know what i mean yeah like, dude from kenya yeah and then out of nowhere you know a couple of years later i think it's like what damn like 10 no, 11 12 years later yeah you're seeing him in a documentary pacing kipchoge you know this, I mean? so i think uh, the, the evolution and i think that's the special part about like running in college right you don't know what teammate or what like yeah. person you're gonna run against that has such a bright future yeah uh, later on you know but but you you like how was it training with him because we we've, we've, yeah, we've mentioned man. a few so, things <laughs> so we will have to do special workouts around yeah. sam right? so let's say for example <laughs> i was doing 400 meter repeats yeah. right and then like there's six of us doing 400 meter repeats yeah so what our coach would do is all right cool the first three run with sam yeah the back three hold off yeah so we would run our one laps uh sam would run and then the next three would run with sam just to like push him or pace him yeah. or whatever in order for uh him to have a quality workout nice you know what I mean? like, so we were just five people were pacing him yeah you know what i mean like he had his own pace group he was <laughs> he was our little kipchoge the first kipchoge there you go there right. you go so like that that performance aspect and performance lifestyle do you think things changed for you when you were doing that like comparative to yeah to, man to... i mean like one of the things that stick out to me the most is that when i was i was in college um 2004 to 2009 yeah right there is there wasn't a lot of information out there right mm. like how we have now yeah if i was in, i feel like if i was in college now in terms of like access to social media access to strava access yeah. to like all these different things um i would have been a far better athlete than i was mm. because you you know what if let's say for an example you and me were at rival colleges yeah um, and like you and me would race every weekend i'm like all right what did manny do today yeah all right cool i'm gonna do a little extra than that 100 percent. you know um it gives you the but, feedback right you need sometimes like, you need sure. that feedback exactly. loop like, you know like you know, uh, uh, back then you would we would write down all of our like splits and all that other stuff on a piece of paper or yeah. the notebook yeah right uh, but I was in college, bro. Like mm. I would either lose it or I would like not write everything. Uh, and I feel like I'm more educated now because of social media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but in college, for an example, from high school to college, I, I learned a lot, you know, like I learned about there was the level of talent that, that were in these schools and like the level of talent that the programs that came from yeah kind of educated me some more so like let's say for an example um there were people there were my there are certain teammates that would eat x amount of chicken breast for protein you know what i mean like and before that i wasn't really thinking about like how much protein i need to take for recovery and all that other stuff yeah i never took any like supplements until i was in college yeah you know what i mean like in high school i was eating chicken nuggets and this Mm. and that and i didn't really care 
um, I wasn't really, I was lifting once a week in high school Yeah. compared to college. I was lifting three times, four times a week. Yeah. But do you think sometimes as well, that kind of lifestyle of like being carefree is also good? Cause you know, there's some, there's some kind of science yeah, around I mean, that. Like I, I would say, I, I would say this, like once it came to college, it became more of a job. Yeah. Right. And that can affect uh, people a lot. Right. As, as fun as it was, as fun as it was, like having those experiences, like coming out, like off a bus, everyone having matching uniforms and khaki pants and like polos, like all of that is dope. But a lot of like, I didn't want to wake up. There were days where I didn't want to wake up at six in the morning to go run five miles or yeah. whatever the workout was. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It, become, um, it becomes tough. And I think, I think there's a difference between uh, the lifestyle difference is like how disciplined you are. Mm. And I think that's what affects your lifestyle. Yeah. It's like how, what is, what's really important to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, you know, once you take, once you have a taste of that next level, um, you kind of want more of it because if you knew you were X amount of seconds off from making NCAA nationals. Yeah. That's gonna fuel you to keep gives you the hunger. Yeah, yeah, gives you the hunger. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what what would you say in terms of like now, like your lifestyles evolved, and I know you've been part of like the Moonshot community, and and that's obviously a large. I mean, how many people signed up to Moonshot actually? I think last year we had like three hundred. That's that's insane. So for those for those who don't know, Moonshot is um. Well, why why am I explaining this? Sorry, Jason. What's Moonshot? (laughs) (laughs) So Project Moonshot is a program out here uh, in New York where they take a bunch of runners. You basically apply. Yeah. They take all these runners uh, and give you a 16 week journey into a marathon. Yeah. So it's either New York City, Chicago, or uh, Berlin because it's it's for the fall marathon program. Yeah. But they give you access to like your Nike coaches, yeah. your you know, like Nike training. Yeah, uh, you have workouts twice a week. They take you to Icon Stadium, where nice. like Icon Stadium in New York is it's amazing. Like, by the way, Bolt. yeah, Woo. like you've seen Bolt ran there. Yeah, so you have all this access to like just to, like top notch training. Yeah, you know. So we uh, have the, we have the we have the same thing the... here, Project Fearless. Uh, so we've okay, got like yeah, forty yeah, yeah. Ru- forty runners. We've got Courtney, Dora, Justin, Corey, and me, and I'm one of the Nike coaches, and we're doing the same thing. Um, obviously, we were doing it to London Marathon. That's not happening, but we're still supporting the runners. So big shout out to the Project Fearless guys. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Jason. Carry on, carry on. My no, friend. no, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was just like a a, a not like a a top notch training program. So like. Think about it like having access to like, like Steve Finley or like Coach Woods, uh, Joe Holder. Yeah, you know, and like from there it gets like they make the training or yeah. they either consult with like uh, other coaches in the program, like nice from Blue to whoever else. And yeah. I think it's a, uh, it's pretty dope, man. And then like it's it's spread across from LA. I, I think LA had their own program. Yep. Uh, um, which is really, which is really cool. I I just love what they're doing to keep the community together. Nice man, nice. I think it's great too, man. And I think like from those, from these like uh, these kind of journeys that people go on, I think that definitely has a large like influence on their lives. And um, we've 
we've kind of like, as you said, like, you know, you, you've gone through a phase of running for performance and now it's running for lifestyle really, right? Yeah. Like, like to me, I just want to be able to be like feel healthy feel in shape yeah i also i am very very scared to like be a photographer who's just like out of shape you know what i mean yeah i've seen i've seen you at the events man i've seen you go (laughs) i've seen you go for it like and and like you're definitely you know you're definitely out there getting the work. Like you see some photographers just sitting there behind the boarding, but hoarding, but you're like always moving. And I just, you know, I think I give yeah, you, yeah, give you credit for that. that man. Also just like being around athletes, like elite athletes, I kind of want to look apart too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just don't want to be like this as hard as it is. A lifestyle now is super, super hard. Yeah. Um, like getting to travel, is such a like a unique experience. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to uh, balance that part of my life yet. Yeah, uh, which is like traveling and working out. Yeah, I like there are certain tools and tricks that I use, but um, I'm not as disciplined. So like I've been able to like travel with my boy Fred. You know Fred. Yeah, and like we were we were in Shanghai for like a week and a half. Um, my excuse for not running was, all right, cool. I just ran New York City Marathon. That's a, a good excuse, ago. bro. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> I, good excuse. You know, like maybe like five days ago, I just ran New York City Marathon. Uh, now I'm on a flight to go to Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, but like Fred is so like... Disciplined, right? Disciplined where yeah. he's like, all right, I have to go wake up at six in the morning. I'm going to go either run 18 miles, 15 miles, 12 miles. He, no matter where he is, yeah. he like... I, I'm still searching for that part mm-hmm. of the lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, to me, running now is more of a social thing. Yeah. Uh, but but there's I a do- there's a balance there, right? Because you're right. you're out here chasing 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 your boy, right? Who's 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 uh, who's yes. a, <laughs> who's you trash talking? Oh, uh, uh heck. <laughs> yeah, you and heck. I see you I see you guys on on the Insta trash talking each other. When is a when is a marathon coming up, boy? You two go no, man, at listen, it. Oh, man. So, me and heck had uh had a bet going where uh if I were to beat him at Berlin, I would take Rue Crew from him. What? And then if he beat what? me, I would have to give him my Instagram account. What? So all so, he would do is just change the name from "Not Afraid to Fail" to "Heck Is Dead," <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, he got access to my account. So for the people who don't know, do you want to elaborate on who who Heck is? Yeah, Heck is uh, one of the co-founders of Run Crew, uh, Run Crew out here in New York. Um, he's you know he's a pretty big deal. Very very <laughs> very cool guy. Very cool guy. Very cool out. guy. One of the nicest guys I've like. Yeah, definitely. Pleasure that I've been able to meet. And his running community. And he's out here again creating that lifestyle for not only for himself but for the community and showing that like, yes, you know, running is 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 something sure. you can carve your way into and make it yours. Um and that's ge- genuinely what I feel sometimes, you know, when I talk to you, not sometimes, all the time. When I talk to you, Jason, like you've gone from, you know, running for performance, you work in running, um, you make you, you take some of the most incredible shots, honestly. Like when I saw your Instagram account the first time, I was like, oh, wow, this guy, <laughs> Lord. I was like, this, these shots, wow. 
and um yeah i just i just definitely wanted you to be to be the first guy on this podcast because i think you epitomize that this this lifestyle um that we have and from 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 your photography like what do you what do you enjoy the most i think you've touched on some of it but i think you know w- w- there's there's a special moment i think 2018 you, you you did some some amazing things no yeah man so 2018 uh is still like one of the the one of the better years that i've had um I was able to go to Kenya and Ethiopia and I was able to go to see like Malfara train and Kipchoge train at their camps. That's just uh, incredible. I was in that like <clears throat> life for two and a half weeks. Yeah. Just think about like, and you know what was like the coolest thing to me? It's just like when you and me sit down, right? And we talk about running. Yeah. Hey, I have a long run this weekend. Yeah. Right. Damn, I gotta go do my overnight oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I gotta get my Morton ready. Yeah. Damn, I gotta lay this out. Yeah. I gotta go do that. It, one of the, the the most interesting things is like sitting down and having breakfast with Mo. My man is literally just having oatmeal, peanut butter, a cup of coffee, and some bread. Exactly as we do. Nothing special. Yeah. Nothing special nothing out of the world yeah you know and it's not overnight oats it's just <laughs> they have in. you know what i mean like i feel that we put so much pressure yeah uh from what i've seen yeah we put so much pressure on ourselves to and we make this long run such a big event yeah that these guys who are pros are like are chilling you know what i mean yeah. like all right whatever it's another long run yeah um Another cool thing that I noticed about that that group running is that uh, on their hard workouts, they're like kind of like they're not chilling, but the atmosphere is loose. You know mm. what I mean? So like they're at the track doing like whatever repeats they're doing, and they're playing Drake, they're dancing, they're singing in between their breaks. High energy, uh, yeah, right? But when they're taking when it's like their easy workout, like their recovery runs everyone is serious and everyone is quiet yeah. everyone is in their own thoughts and get, the reason why i, guess I asked it, them the reason why they do yeah. that is because like all right cool like a hard workout you don't need to put more pressure on yourself yeah you know like it's already going to be hard so like distract yourself yeah during your recovery runs you want to listen to your body what hurts what doesn't hurt yeah what's what's like clicking what's not and that way you can like go back and give feedback to like your pt or whatever yeah and I think that's amazing. a really dope way of like thinking about that's amazing. That's insight. That is insight on this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. And I guess it goes yeah, down to that thing as well as like make your hard days hard, make it easy days easy, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, which is what and I then, love. Like another one where it's just like getting to see Kipchoge for an entire week is like yeah, like a dream come true. You know wow. what I mean? Like. I could because I didn't come into the picture until after breaking two, mm. uh, like the first one in Monza, mm. right? Uh, so like I was like infatuated with like the idea of like who Elliot is and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. So having the opportunity to go down there for a week was incredible. And like one of like the funnier stories from that was, uh, so like we were doing shoots at the track and there's a dirt track you know, like no lanes. The lanes are like <laughs> yeah. 
don't even know. Like you always see it, like, right? On the on the like Insta and stuff when he's doing yeah, his one yeah, K repeats. It, but it's uh, so like I, I asked one of the sports marketing guys and be like, hey, is can you ask the coach if it's cool for me to like run along Kachogi and take pictures of him? And they were like, yeah, it's cool. Both of them, uh, Patrick Sang and the sports marketing guy was like, yeah, it's cool. Just give him a lane of separation just in case you fall or anything like that. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine. So I, like, I, did, like, I did 100 meters, 200 meters, 300 meters. And, uh, and then the last one I did like a little over 300 meters. And I was able to keep up. But I also picked strategically at what lap I would go yeah. to like towards the later so I can like actually keep up with them. Yeah. Um, but I would like give myself breaks. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I would run 200 meters and I would give myself 800 meter break and yeah. then run back again with them. Nice. Uh, so then Patrick would, came to me at the end at the workout. And he was like, yo, when you said you wanted to run, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> you know? And then I saw you run. <laughs> And uh, I said, uh, oh, we should probably call the ambulance for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he followed up to me. And he goes like, oh, but you know what? You used to run? I was like, yeah. And he goes like, all right, you still got it. You <laughs> rubbed my stomach. And he goes like, I'll see you tomorrow. He rubbed uh, your stomach. Oh, this is joking. So he rubbed my stomach. I was just like, damn. Like, uh, I'll take it as a sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, you know what? Like, it is, it is cool, you know? Like, every, anytime after that, whenever we see each other, it's just jokes, you know. Yeah. It's it's like he recognizes me, I recognize him, and it's obviously I'll amazing. Him, but it, it's just like you know, we share like a little moment. That's for like that's 30, just 40 seconds, yeah, which is more than enough for me, you know. And then he's kept in touch, right? He like yeah, man. He sent me like a video uh, for my for New York City Marathon. Nice man. Wishing me wishing me luck, which is hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny because he could not stop laughing. Yeah. While he was sending yeah. me that video. That's cool. Uh, I posted on my Instagram too, which is funny. That like, is yeah. lifestyle, right? I need to go and find that video because I actually haven't seen it. So that yeah, is yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, it's in there. That's amazing. Um, so this podcast, as I've, as we keep saying, is lifestyle. Lifestyle is about balance. It's all about, you know, creating that, carving that, that way of life for you. Um, running is, is, is hard, as we, as we just talked about. Even, you know, Mo Farah and his training team said running's hard. And, you know, they created an environment and a lifestyle that made it easier. Um, I think what I wanted to get from you as well, Jason, just before we wrap things up, is like, you know, first of all, what would you kind of what what would you say to people who are listening now like you know in terms of in terms of living the lifestyle and 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 running and working what is like one piece of advice you'd give them um at least in the terms of like the working portion of it i would say um the relationships that you build are the most important thing like forget the work the work uh forget the money and forget the work You know what I mean? Like one of the things that if I were to base myself off of how much money I'd make, I'd be the most miserable person in the world. Yeah. But to me, it's like the relate that what opens up, what doors and opportunities open up for me because of the relationships that I've built. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's number one. I think there'll be, I think there'll be some young photographers listening to this. So that's, that's such good advice. I think. Um, Yeah, man. Like forget about taking the perfect picture. You know what I mean? Like forget about all that stuff. Like someone like, yeah, I mean, 
for an example, I think Pim and Ash are much better photographers than I am. No, you know what I mean? No. Like, they're absolutely right. But, uh, but what keeps me in the conversation with these guys, right? Which I feel like they're better is that is my relationships that I've been able to like build across the years. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, what I think in terms of like working out and lifestyle, uh, one of the things that I've learned the past couple of years was something that Joe Holder said was that your work when you're traveling you don't need to make uh, working out like this whole spectacle. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as you're doing something for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you're doing something and it keeps you in that routine and you're not going to like, it's not going to mess you up mentally. Yeah. I think that's something super, super, super important. Like no matter where I am, I try to do something, even if it's like, 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups and crunches, like something that keeps you just like, active that day nice um like you know like the the work that i do and like other photographers do uh it's pretty demanding yeah long long hours right long long hours long hours yeah yeah man like yeah like you wake up at five in the morning and you're not you're not finished until like probably like six seven at night and then you've got to edit as well that's with editing that's with editing you know nice um so yeah like i mean it's just like it's It's ridiculous long days. Yeah. And, you know, like, one of the things that I've learned at the beginning, I was very, very um, disorganized in terms of, like, my diet. Mm. Right? So I would think, uh, so, like, perfect example is uh, Olympic trials is two weeks in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. And you have, you know, eight, 12-hour days and you're just, you're not thinking about eating. You're not thinking about like whatever. So I just go for sugar rushes, which is like Coca-Cola. Mm. Do this, do that. And that's the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. Because the crash is so hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so like what I've been learning to do now is like, all right, cool. Like pack a snack, pack this, pack that. Like even if it's something that, that takes you away from like those things that are going to make you crash. Um that's something like something that I've learned in the past, like two, three years. Yeah. Right? It's just like, you think Coca-Cola is just going to get you through the day. Uh, but in the long term, the effect of it is just terrible for you. Yeah. Just trying to put those solutions in there to like, give you that, yeah. that, that yeah, improved yeah. lifestyle under, under, you know, under your work conditions. Right. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. So tell us what's the money shot. The money shot. I mean, to me, I would say, um, that Kipchoge cover, the book cover. Okay. Okay. The book cover for, for the book that I have. Is, All right. Uh, I think that's my, my, my favorite shot. We're going to, we're going to have to use the book if that's cool. So we can use the book on the, on the post so people can have a look at that picture, man. Yeah. yeah that'll yeah, be, yeah. that'll be good. Um, so one thing I didn't tell you about, um, I'm going to spring on you. I need your track of the podcast. Everyone gives us a track of the podcast. The first track we had was we march on um well it's actually soldiers by somebody called heady one um and i'm going to play a bit of the track on the on the on the outro so people can go and go and listen to it but do you have a track so that we can play for the people a track that you know signifies you at this moment maybe uh like so like like 
when any, a picture comes out to the mound, like any, his intro song. Any song, any song you want, bro. <laughs> That's uh, it. Damn, you put me on the spot right I now. I know, it's, uh, it's good. You're going to have to I'm like... Gonna, you know what? Uh, Everlong, Foo Fighters. Okay, okay. Here we yeah. go. Right, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna play a little bit of that. I'm going to play a little five snippet um, kind of piece of that and everybody can go and listen to that. And remember, remember, Jason has been on the Running Lifestyle Culture podcast. Thank you very much for your time, Jason. It has been a pleasure having you on. And I think we'll definitely get you on again. Um, and, you know, I hope, you know, everything is, is good with you. And um, I know you've got a few projects coming out. So, guys, go follow Jason, Not Afraid to Fail. And he won't, he won't disappoint. Jason, thank you. My man, thank you for having me. Before we sign out, here we are with Jason's track of the week, Foo Fighters, Everlong. We don't own the copyrights to the song. We're playing you a snippet so you can go search for that. In your own time. Here we go. With that, Manny out. See you next time, guys. Peace.